I'm Catherine Tomlinson and I started an eco-conscious pottery company called Oxford Clay. So I don't just make pottery, I make resources for other potters wanting to be more eco-friendly in their pottery practice. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's about sharing everything I've learned along my eco-conscious pottery journey with you. And I'm so glad you're here with me. Let's go. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Oxford Clay Pottery Podcast. I'm Catherine Tomlinson and I'm really excited to be here with you. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for joining me. Um, So in today's episode, um, I'm really, really looking forward to talking to you about this because um, it's one of those episodes where like I sort of spend some time like collecting ideas together and then like later on I think, oh, I could really do with some advice on that. So um, it's good for me just to be able to like (laughs) listen back or like, you know, read my notes and then I can kind of like remind myself, you know, when I need a reminder basically. Um, So today's episode is on five tips for how to have original creative ideas in pottery so these tips are not like limited to pottery but they can be like you know just kind of creative in general but um yeah there's some tips which I have like I've just had a think and I've sort of collected some things like I said like together and um yeah I'm really looking forward to sharing with you these are my five top tips that have definitely like helped me in pottery have more original creative ideas and um yeah and sort of just stop myself from like blocking my own creative flow um because it can either be like that you're you know potentially like feeling blocked creatively um for some reason um or it could be just you know you feel like there's no ideas coming through to you for some reason or it could just be you feel like everything's kind of going wrong (laughs) and uh, you know everything you make is (laughs) going wrong and so you know it could be could be like uh several sort of issues you're having in terms of like you know original creative ideas and and like yeah producing work that you that you really love that you're really proud of and stuff um okay so let's get into the episode and the five tips um I've I've written all these tips down and I've like reordered them so it's now like super confusing so um (laughs) bear with me whilst I whilst I try and remember like which which one was actually number one um so number one okay so (laughs) okay this is number one so my first top tip and I really I really back this tip honestly is follow your curiosity so um this is such a kind of important thing to say in pottery because like quite often in pottery you can think oh there's a right way of doing something and a wrong way of doing something you know it's like you might be in a like you know community pottery setting or like an evening class or something where they're like you know you must use these clays and glazes you must put it on the right shelf and obviously like you know completely advocate for that putting the right clay you know in the right firing <laughs> earthenware or stoneware you know you want to get that right so your clay doesn't melt but um but so but you know there's this idea that maybe you know you can't do this you can't layer certain glazes or you can't paint this on that or you can't have a certain shape or you know you can't use this clay and make a certain shape or you can't possibly you know throw that kind of shape on the wheel or you know your pot has to be all lit like this it can't be wiggly or it can't be you know this and that so um like I think it's really important just to say that like you know there there are although there are like general guidelines um you know following your curiosity is just is so incredible in pottery like 
anything that I've done that I that I'm really proud of it's because like a kind of tiny seed idea is like popped into my mind and it's made me think oh I wonder if I you know if I do that what would happen sort of thing or I wonder if like I wonder if that would be a good idea to you know perhaps combine those things or you know, I wonder if potters would be interested in like, you know, the, the things I've learned about eco-conscious pottery, you know, so I made uh, the book on eco-conscious pottery tips or, oh, I wonder if, you know, perhaps I could like test some glazes. I wonder if I could make my own uh, metal oxide. That's something I've done. Um, I wonder what would happen if um, I used, you know, different plants and burned them into ash and then sort of wonder if they would make different colours. I wonder how they would look as a glaze you know and made a, a whole book on ash glazing just from that concept that curiosity about like how different plants make different glazes so um yeah when you have that like little seed of curiosity i would really encourage you just to like follow it and some amazing things can come out of it like sometimes you intuitively know something um, that maybe your maybe your brain hasn't quite caught up with your kind of intuition about it. Um, and I think Einstein used to talk about this, the way ideas didn't necessarily come from like his mind. They came from almost like an intuition about the fact that like that idea was maybe, you know, worth pursuing, which I which is so fascinating. So like, um, yeah, we could all like follow Einstein's example and just be like, you know, follow our kind of curious intuition, our creative intuition. Um, and like my top tip for that is basically like sometimes I'll just be like, you know, say like in the shop or something like that, like, you know, walking down the road and, and an idea will pop into my mind or like, you know, something I'm curious about will pop into my mind. And I actually have a notebook where I like store all of these ideas. And some of the ideas, you know, I don't end up like, you know, doing because I'm just like, that no, <laughs> that wouldn't work or, you know, uh, not quite yet sort of thing. But it's just so useful to have a place to collect all these ideas, you know, so I have just like this one notebook and I just collect all the ideas in that notebook and I know that then they're all going to be like in the same place because um, I've had it before where I say like I've written on a post-it and I've lost the post-it note or something. So it's really helpful just to have that like one place where you can just store all of your creative curiosities. Um, yeah, it's very inspiring. You can, you can look back through it as well because like... I often find that I get more ideas at certain times than, than others. So sometimes it's like just really nice to like, when you've got more ideas flowing, you can just write them all down and then, you know, you can maybe, you know, act on them another another time when you kind of think, well, I've got less ideas, but now I've got more time to act on them because <laughs> less ideas are coming into my mind. So um, yeah, curiosity, follow your curiosity. Um, that's number one tip, okay for how to have original creative ideas in pottery. Um, okay, so the next tip um, is, okay, this is such a good tip. Okay, so the next tip is basically don't worry about making mistakes. Um, so I think this can really, this can really block me personally. This is something that I really have to work on. Um, just removing the idea from my mind that, like I said, there's a right way of doing something and a wrong way of doing something, um, and that it's not okay to make mistakes because mistakes are how you actually learn how to do things. So it's only by like, you know, pushing your um, your practice to the limit and say like maybe, say like maybe if you're making something on the wheel 
and you know you're just trying different shapes out or something and you're just seeing like you know how far you can maybe push a bowl out before it collapses or something it's only by that you know mistake inverted commas that you know the limits of your skills you know the limits of like that clay that you're using you know that that's how you learn that's how like that is the that is the edge basically your growth edge and that is how you you basically learn everything you know because you you need to know you need to have that information about say like how not to do something or you know what happens when you do something you need to have that information to be able to like you know take it forward in the future and um that's how that's basically how we learn so um i think it's quite easy to be like to let like I guess like perfectionism is a good way of describing it like stop you from having that like your creative flow because um you know what your brain can maybe perceive as a mistake you know I don't want to make a mistake especially if you're well I have this maybe in a group setting I used to have this thing where I sort of didn't want to maybe make a mistake in front of other people so I you know on the wheel and stuff I might find feel a bit like self-conscious you know if I basically (laughs) had a whole evening class you know three hour long evening class and like didn't make anything that everything went wrong I'd have those evenings where it just seemed like you know I was a bit tired or you know I was trying different things out and nothing would work and you know I used to feel a bit like not like I wouldn't say like ashamed, but a little bit like self-conscious of the fact that like I hadn't like produced anything. But I would say that like that, um, those those evenings when I basically didn't produce anything, I was gathering so much information about like how to do things for the next week. You know, the next week I'd be like refreshed and I'd be, I'd have all that information kind of almost like, you know, in my brain and in, in like almost like muscle memory, you know, say like for throwing on the wheel, and that's how then I would know what to do the fo- the following week. So it was only by, you know, making those mistakes, mistakes, inverted commas, <laughs> that I would then be able to have enough information to have, you know, to be able to, like, the you know, the following week, I'd maybe produce, l- like, lots of things because I, because I had that information. So I think, like, you know, on, ha- on how to, how far the clay could go, you know, the edge of my skills, basically. I was growing all the time. So I think... Um, yeah, I would say like, don't let necessarily like your brain telling you not to make mistakes stop you from, um, you know, having original creative ideas. Um, it's something that can happen. And like I said, it's something I really have to work on like the whole time. Um, this whole thing where it's like, it's got to be perfect straight away. It's like, it's kind of impossible. <laughs> A physical impossibility. So um, yeah, you'd also never really produce anything, you know, new or exciting or different or, you know, you never you never grow your skills at all if you have to be completely perfect all the time because that's just not how you learn. Okay, so that's the second one. Don't worry about making mistakes. Um, okay, so the third one is... Okay, <laughs> like I said, I've mixed all these up so it's like super confusing as to what number three is. Um, okay, so the third one is, um, no, so this is a tip, which I, is actually somebody else's tip. It's from um, Simone Grace Seal, who runs the Joyful Marketing um, Company. So it's all about like her, so she has a podcast and she has this group called Joyful Marketing. 
um, and it's, it's, it's such a good it's such a good podcast I have to say like the podcast where she she basically just talks about um, so yeah it's got a marketing theme and she you know she essentially talks about marketing for life coaches but there's so much stuff that you can apply to um, creativity in her um, in all her content basically so um, so yeah this is a top tip from her and it's it's basically like how to have original ideas and that's the name of the episode and what she basically talks about is that original ideas um, don't come from sort of consuming other people's content they come kind of like from within so your own original ideas will come from within and so she actually recommends like stopping consuming all this other content so she's like you know, um, say like, for example, it could be like from social media, it could be like, it could be looking at other potters work. Yeah, like on maybe, I don't know, like Instagram or something, or it could be, um, it could be just, um, I don't know, maybe like sort of comparing yourself to other potters, you know, looking at pottery books, it could be just content, you know, absorbed in that way. And um, so, yeah so she's obviously talking about it in terms of like sort of marketing and creating content from from that point of view but um it really does work the same way in like a creative context you know if you're actually creating like a physical thing because it's like if you just have all other people's stuff in your brain you know and you think oh it's got to be like this or it's got to be like this or they're better than me or you know again that's going to block your creative flow it's going to block your access to your original ideas which come from within so yeah, that's such a good like top tip. I just, um, yeah, I just, I listened to that episode the other day and I was just like, what a, what a fantastic episode. It was so good. So, um, okay. So that's number three. And okay. So the fourth tip again is somebody else's tip and it's by, um, a sort of spiritual writer called Rebecca Campbell. And, uh, Rebecca Campbell's written several books, but one of them is called Light is the New Black. And um, if I had to kind of like summarize the book, it would be basically uh, the book's all kind of about like your purpose in the world and how um, shining your light in the world is essentially, you know, your purpose, basically. Like the, every human has like an innate, um, you know, uh, sort of joy, an innate um, set of things they love doing and, um, you know, light that they can, they can just like shine out when they do what they love, they really uplift the whole world. So that's essentially what the book is about. And, um, so she talks about it in terms of like, say for example, so she talks about it like in terms of being a writer and, um, you know, you can, you might be able to like, you know, you might sort of be able to empathize with this because I certainly could. And I was thinking about like pottery and, um, you know, at the very beginning of your journey, when you're kind of just embarking on like learning, um, something, you know, you think to yourself, your brain is like, well, I'm not a potter or I'm not a writer, you know, but, um, what she says in her book is that like, the very the very fact that you want to do that thing that makes you that thing so for example a potter you know you um you know you kind of like i don't know like love playing around with clay or you know you um you're interested in pottery or you know you go to classes and you love them or you know you just you have air dried clay at home that you like you know you uh, make things out of and it really you love it and it, you know you're really in the flow when you're doing it you are a potter just by the fact that you love that thing and you are a potter. So, um, yeah, I thought that was such good advice for when, you know, those thoughts come into your mind where you're like, well, I'm not as good as them or I haven't been doing it for like 25 years or, you know, when you start to think, um, 
like I think those thoughts can really get in the way of like your you know original creative ideas in pottery um, so just remember that, that when you're following something you love you know like pottery I love pottery I love pottery when you're following what you love um, then you are that thing and you're like just giving so much light to the world by doing what you love um, and th there's another really really good thing actually in light is the new black that book that I really loved that when I when I read it I was like this is so cool this concept so um, so I think sometimes like I can get blocked by creatively blocked by imagining um, like somebody on the receiving end of something I've made so whether it's like video or a podcast or whether it's like a pot you know if you think about a pot and you think like how is someone going to receive this pot you know what are they going to think what are they going to think of my pot they're going to think it's too thick they're going to think it's too thin they're going to they're going to think it's like too heavy are they going to think it's not well made enough compared to other people's pots are they going to think it's like the wrong color blah, blah blah you know all these things all these thoughts that can kind of get in the way of your original creative ideas and what Rebecca Campbell says in Light as a New Black is that the way somebody um, kind of, you know, consumes the thing that you've made is none of your business. So I just thought this concept was so kind of freeing, basically, because so, yeah, so she talks about um, the, the fact that like the so the fact that you're really um, that you really love doing something that is kind of almost thing, the only thing that matters. So like, you know, when you're really in your flow, you're loving making pottery, you're like, you know, you're loving like finding out about it or just like playing with the clay or, you know, just seeing what you can do and just like, you know, just really enjoying that making process. That is the thing that's like lighting up the world. You know, you're lit up, you're lighting the world up with your, you know, original creative ideas that are coming, you know, the creativity, that pure light that's coming from you because you're really enjoying it. And then... However, somebody else kind of like receives that thing you've made is none of your business. So um, you don't have to worry about that as you're doing it. You don't have to worry about like, um, you know, what someone's going to think of it. You just concentrate on like just that absolute joy that you're getting from making something. Um, so I just thought that was such a good, uh, such a good top tip. I, and I'm really going to try and remember it, you know, when I'm, when I'm making things and just be like, this is the, this is the part that matters, the kind of joy, the joy part, not like the end part, you know, um, where someone's, um, you can't control, you can't control what someone's going to think, you know, they might think a bajillion different things, you know, loads of different thoughts. They might think, you know, because everybody's different and everybody likes different things so it's um the fact that it's like none of your business what someone likes you know or someone how someone's going to consume your your thing that you've made is is um is very freeing and you can just be free to make your thing and enjoy it and like you know um like put your creative original ideas from in pottery just in action okay so that's number four and then my final top tip is um and this is just from me and this is when I found out like the almost like some of the best things that I've done um this is one of my like tip top tips um is just play and to give yourself permission to play so um yeah you might think like like you know we were talking about in the beginning of this episode that you have to like do things properly or you know there's a right way of doing stuff um but what if you just played? What if you just gave yourself permission to play and just to kind of, um, so I just like <laughs> say, I love when I have some clay and I just feel like I can, 
just really see like how it like feels how to kind of you know do certain things is it going to be able to like you know when I'm making something on the wheel will it stand up if I you know push it a certain way or you know just give yourself it doesn't have to be right it just just give yourself permission to like play and those are when some of the best creative original ideas in pottery um, you know come to you basically it's just when you just give yourself permission you're not like you know kind of holding on to like what something should be um, you're just it's like you're almost like opening your mind to, to what it could be you know and and um, you just don't know what it could be so maybe your brain hasn't it doesn't have the idea like that it, you know it, your brain doesn't know yet what it could be but by just playing it's like it frees you up just to like you know really have those like original creative ideas um, and you just you also learn loads about your skills from that from that play as well you know like I was talking about earlier it just really helps you to be able to like kind of unlock your skills and that's how you know grow grow your skills through play um yeah oh what an episode <laughs> in terms of like original creative ideas and like I said I'll probably like listen back and I'll be like take, try and take some of this advice you know um yeah I love I love I love the yeah those the advice from those two you know thought leaders in creativity and you know um sharing your light and um yeah, it's, it's just lovely to have that like inspiration, isn't it? So, um, yeah, well, like, uh, like enjoy, enjoy your pottery practice, you know, and enjoy those original creative ideas coming to you, um, and like writing them down in your like creative idea notebook. Um, and, um, yeah, like wishing you so much happy potting, um, until the next episode. And thank you so much for joining me on this episode. And yeah, I can't wait to see you next time. So um, yeah, happy potting until then. Goodbye. So if you enjoyed that and you're interested to learn more about eco-conscious pottery, head over to the Oxford Clay website, which is www.oxfordclay.co.uk. I can't wait to see you there.